Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. That includes music. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Melissa Etheridge is not doing too badly financially during the pandemic. She found a way to bring in $50,000 a month. What do you mean? She What is she selling Norwex now? How do you mean she found a way? Good Mm, question. Great hoses that don't break. Oh, yeah. Hi, I'm Melissa Etheridge for indestructible hoses. She has a new... (laughs) (laughs) She has a... um, She's got a new subscription-based Etheridge TV. It launched in June. She started actually with a benefit um, show to honor the recent loss of her son to opioid mm. addiction, if you recall. Oh, yes. My yeah. gosh. That, yes. So that was a benefit. And then she decided, you know, let's keep up with these shows. So she does five weekly shows, including Cover Song Tuesdays. And she's streaming it through this company called Maestro. Okay. Oh, I've not and heard that. I know. She said each week they got better with the cameras, a little better at the internet, better at the lighting, and they're just learning as they go, but they've got a lot of subscribers. She's got a thousand subscribers who pay fifty dollars a month for all access. And then if you just want to watch a single show, it's ten bucks. Hmm. Anyway, she started on Facebook Live, then she wanted more control. She's doing this every single day. It appears. And she's like, this is no different than what I did, you know, as a a musician, just mm-hmm. playing the clubs and you know, traveling, she, doing the yes. tour. Wow. She's really killing it. And she said she's actually surprised that nobody has reached out to her about it yet as far as other musicians, as sure. far as like the business model and how she's got it figured out. But they've got like seven cameras I mean, it just looks really cool. She's in her garage. It's all decked out with like um, memorabilia and just it's really cool. And the audio is really good. And she's just doing it all herself to the tune of $50,000 a month. Yep. That's a fun number to think about because it's not too crazy. Like Powerball just seems fake. Those numbers. Right, right, right. But so fifty grand a month—that's what you get if you're making six hundred thousand dollars a, a a year. Yeah, 
That's a that's a fun amount, I think. That's a really good amount to keep your head above water if you're <laughs> I would say so. But I mean, who knows what like her mortgage is, what her oh, expenses yeah. are. 50,000 a month, right? Yeah. They probably are. She's probably right, trying to yeah. get there. But she, she I mean, they refinance. really they really <laughs> did have I know, Steve. Um they tried to balance what fans were paying for their old Facebook live shows and like with what she would charge for a ticket or what they were trying to not make it really expensive they because she knows that there's a broad range of socioeconomic backgrounds okay. in, with yeah. her fans but these obviously are going to be uber fans like taylor swift she can make a boatload of money oh. right now with her uber fans Oh, boy. That fan base? Are you kidding me? Keep them busy, please. Yeah, right? honest to goodness. Those crazy kids. Scary. Telling you. But anyway, um, so that's how she's surviving right now. Taylor Swift, um, she is killing it. Right now, her album Folklore, okay, it debuted at number one on the Billboard 200. And the single Cardigan debuted at number one on the Hot 100. So that makes her the first artist to debut at number one on both charts in the exact same week. Wow. She has three songs in the top 10 right now. She's got The One, which right now is my favorite song on the album. And then that's that's at number four. And then Exile made it to number six. And then, of course, I mentioned Cardigan. That's crazy. Crazy, right? And then listen to this. Taylor, so she... Got this director who produced her video for The Man. His name is Rodrigo Prito. I love that video. I know. I just I keep do staring at her going, that's Taylor Swift. Yeah. I the love it. The makeup is great. Yeah. And it's a great song, too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this guy's a renowned cinematographer. He said, so in shooting this video, they had to be really safe, right? Because this is like one of the first films um, since the whole pandemic happened, he said they gave the, okay, first of all, everybody on set had to get tested for COVID. What, which song was this for? This is for Cardigan. Oh, This is the one with the piano and fantastical. Oh yeah. Beautiful. Taylor actually storyboard sent the storyboard to him. So she had it all figured out. She had the whole storyline. Uh, she had the notion of going into the piano, coming out in the forest. The, the She made it really easy for, for this guy. Um, but so they had to be really careful with the protocols. Everyone had to be tested. Everyone on the crew wore a mask. And then because she would need to spend a large part of the shoot not wearing a face covering, the crew used a color-coded wristband system. So members of the team who were permitted to stand closest to her had one color wristband. Then others, you know, who were working lighting had another color and so on and so forth. And, um, you know, they had to hook up the camera to a giant robot. That was the safest way to get close-ups of her. It's just really, really interesting. Um, I will link up this article where I got this and... If anybody's I interested the color in levels of wristbands so we could reference those. Yeah. Right. But then the level green with mm-hmm. Donna Valentine. Right. Yeah. I've been purple for a long time. I yeah. can't get out that of it. That means no eye contact with the purples. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but Steve, while, I'm, uh, while we're on the subject of Taylor Swift, she was in the, the movie Cats. Yes, yeah, she was. 
Andrew Lloyd Webber, the man who, of course, brought Cats to Broadway years and years ago, uh, has finally opened up about what he thought about the movie, more specifically why he thought the movie sucked so hard. My words, <laughs> not his. And I haven't seen it. Uh, he said the problem with the film was that Tom Hooper, the director, decided that he didn't want anybody involved in it who was involved in the original show. And he went on to say the whole thing was ridiculous. And get this, I didn't know this, but after the movie was released, not after the trailer came out and people were laughing at it, after the movie (laughs) was released in theaters, the studio, Universal, who lost $113 million in the deal, (gasps) Mm. sent a memo to theater owners saying essentially saying like we're sorry we know this isn't great we're we are going to give you a new version with updated visual effects so then they rushed together another fix attempted fix of their visual effects after it released how could you release something that still needed visual effects correction to theaters that's a really good question uh <laughs> they said just say like improved visual effects version coming soon it's uh the 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 nightmare that won't end mm. continues for the movie Cats. $113 million loss. Do you guys have any desire to watch that? Yeah. Kind of, just to see it all play out. Like, you're going to watch the whole thing from beginning to end? Or Could you I just watch gonna... this with my kids? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yes. I wonder, mm-hmm. my fear is that they would really like it. And want a cat. Oh, no. <laughs> Instead of a dog. Oh, oh no, no. Jeez, no. oh, the whole dog thing. They probably would like it because it's people pretending to be cats. I actually like the musical. I know I'm like one of the rare people that, you know. I like the singing. I like I like the cute little storyline. It's based on a bunch of poems. I know. Is it T.S. Eliot? Yeah. Poems. Poems. Poems, as Matthew McConaughey says. I'm tilt-tending. Hey, I'm tilt-tending. How about this? After the break, some big news for any Chip and Joanna Gaines fans. Big news. Just came out this morning. Um, I will let you know what their next big thing is going to be. Might seem a little bit familiar. We'll dig into those details when we return. It's the Donna and Steve show on my talk. Do we have HGTV news? Kinda, sorta, big. Not exactly though, right? Kinda, sorta, not exactly. It is big Chip and Joanna Gaines news. Uh, This news coming out on Deadline. This morning, Fixer Upper, the reboot, is coming back to television. It will air exclusively on the Magnolia Network. Oh, that's their network, right? This is, yeah, the joint venture that they did with uh, the Discovery Channel. What's interesting and why this is kind of a coup for them is you would have assumed that HGTV had some level of ownership of Fixer Upper. Yes. Presumably, some sort of a deal was struck behind the scenes. So now uh, the Magnolia Network, scheduled to kick off sometime early in 2021, had been scheduled for October 4th, pushback due to COVID, uh, will now launch with a brand new season of the show that just catapulted Chip and Joanna Gaines to just like unparalleled fame in the world of HGTV reality stars. Um, so it's gonna that's gonna be debuting. They're also going to have a couple other shows that they that they mentioned, but the biggest news, people wondered, would they be more behind the scenes? Would they go in a different direction with how they choose to be on camera? Uh, but now they've had another baby. They've had a little time away from Fixer Upper, and now they are bringing it back. How about that? They say, That's uh, great. They say the day that we wrapped our final episode of Fixer Upper, 
We really believed it was a chapter closed. We knew we needed a break and a moment to catch our breath, but we also knew we weren't done dreaming about ways to make old things new again. This from Chip and Joanna in a joint statement. They said, these past few years, we've continued tackling renovations and projects, doing the work that we're passionate about, but I don't think either of us anticipated how the show would become such a permanent fixture in our hearts. We've missed sharing the stories of these families and their homes with you, and we're excited to do that again very soon. Those two are very adorable. You know, they're so likable, and I think so that's likeable. part of the success of the show. Absolutely. And and HGTV, they, they have tried to replicate that, and there have been a bunch of lovely couples that have done their own shows in their own ways, but... No one has been able to do what Chip and Joanna do because there's something, there is something magical about it's them. It's called Chip. It's Chip. Now, I really, he's I kind really of a goofball, love Chip. Right? He's like, uh, he's like you, Steve. He's a little, he's, he's a crazy real man. real fun, always joking around. She kind of puts up with it, but you just see what he can do to push his limits. Yes, he does that. <laughs> and then Joanna pairs so perfectly with him mm-hmm. because she has her funny moments, but she always knows that he is he's Jerry Lewis and she's Dean she's Martin. She's a straight man, yeah. And but she too is so likable because she doesn't ever even seem like legitimately annoyed with him. It's kinda like yeah. she it's like a subtle eye roll of like, Oh, I love this guy, but can you believe I put right. up with this all or the time? Or she'll have like a just a tiny little curl of her lip, like smiling but yes. not giving it to him. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holding he back. wants it so bad. Yeah. <laughs> it is just really, really uh they're they're just an easy watch. And that is the one thing that is unteachable yep. in the world of television pairings You're and right. radio pairings is likability. You, you either got it or you don't. Exactly. Yep. And you can sense manufactured chemistry. That's one thing. Um, you can sense as people try to put that together. But you do you like the people that you're watching? Do you like the people that you're listening to? There's no school for that. You right. do or you don't. You're right. It's coming back. <laughs> okay, where do we? I, I don't even know if I have the Magnolia Network. Well, I? none of us do yet, and we—I don't know how or when we will know is if we a, have it. Is it a network that's changing? I thought for some oh. reason it was a network that is changing to Magnolia. It's not being added. Is you that know, in my imagination? Uh, how dare you? It's okay. Yeah. How dare no you? follow-up questions. Like maybe it'll yeah. take over Paramount or something. Yeah, it could be. Uh, Spike is going to change Spike again. Again. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Um, I only give you partial stories. I'm yeah, me too. Thing. I could support that. Journalist. Let's just make it up. You guess what? You're right. It will be replacing Discovery's DIY network. Oh. The thing I like about DIY is it says it right in the name. Yeah. Sure. You know what you're getting. Yeah. Hmm. 52 Unlike- million homes. Hmm. Oh. Have you perused their uh, their section in Target? Magnolia section. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, I like the stuff. I, I do, yeah. too. Pretty cute. Very, yeah. very good. And you know what will be interesting, too? <laughs> she started the shiplap. Yeah, we should be done with that shiplap stuff. She started the shiplap revolution, the Uh shabby chic. She made it so popular. She sold it all. She did great. It'll be, I'll be curious to see, A, if she continues to use it, or B, what's the new trend that she sort of helps to catapult. Mm. Yeah. Because there was, it wasn't just the shiplap. It was the style of decor items. It was really that shabby chic. But if you look at their Magnolia collection at Target, it is, it's more of a um, modern farmhouse. It, mm-hmm. They used to be much more shabby chic farmhouse, and I think they're moving like modern farmhouse with sort of like I one like item that. can lead more modern, one can lead more farmhouse, but it doesn't feel like a shabby chic section. Right. Don't you feel bad that you put all that work into your ship lap and then you abandon ship? Ha <laughs> 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 ha. I have ship lap downstairs. I love ship lap. You know, the thing about ship lap. The shiplap is... Uh, oh, shiplap. so you had it done in this house? Yeah, but a little bit different. We had a wider plank and a thicker spacing in between the two. So it doesn't read like shabby chic shiplap, which I used to really like. I just like more of a, a modern, modern take on it. Shabby chic shiplap. Shabby chic shiplap. Shabby chic shiplap. Careful. You know, shabby chic <laughs> shiplap has been around for like hundreds of years. She just popularized it. I had never really seen it before. And then you do the history on shiplap. By the way, uh, pro tip, it's essentially wood paneling turned horizontally. Right. And if you have some wood paneling, paint that stuff. It'll look great white. Oh, okay. I have some in my garage. Oh, you I'm sure they're trying to hide a water damage. Oh, in the sure. garage? Which stall, Donna? Stall. we have got to Hard. go. How dare you? We're going to play a game. <sighs> I, I mean, I hope Rocco is like... Easy on the questions today. What's the, what, do you know the score, Don? Mm-hmm. What's the score? It is 63 for Steve, 51 for Donna Valentine. All right. I'm outside of the 10. I like to be 20 away from her. No! She likes to be within 10. I like to be 9. Yeah. Uh, then I feel like there's still a chance. Well, you can do it today. I have faith in you. Thank you, Don. And oh. you, Steve. Yeah, whatever. Not it already you. feels like we got to cheat. The fix is in. 651-641-1071. Give us a call. You can bet on me or bet on Donna if you bet right. You win a fabulous prize. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Coming up next right here on the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk. All right, punk, let's do this. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Don McLean. I want to see how smart you are. With a score of 63 for Steve and 51 for Donna Valentine, we're playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, a game we play every day here on the Donna and Steve Show at 10.30 a.m. And we have Katie on the line. Where are you calling from today, Katie? Hi, from Egan. Egan, population 66,527. Wow. Now, Katie... If you had to eat the same thing every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? Without a doubt, grilled cheese. Mm. Oh, oh gosh. gosh. 
gosh, that sounds good. Love that answer. Oh, man. Okay, Mm -hmm. if you indeed win today in the subject, we will be announcing shortly. You're going to go home with the soft and comfy My Talk t-shirt in the size of your choosing. (laughs) Now, today's topic on the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, if I have everyone's attention, Donna, Steve, and Katie. Mm -hmm. Okay, the topic today is... Average Joes, actors or characters named Joe, Joey, or Joseph in pop culture. So, Katie, it comes down to you. Who do you think knows more about Average Joes, actors or characters named Joe, Joey, or Joseph in pop culture? Might have to go with Steve here. Thank you. Okay, Okay. Donna will be leaving the room. And, um, gotta go. Okay, it looks like yeah. uh, Donna is leaving the room again. I nice. mean, she's had to leave the room. Yeah, she's quite getting a her bit. steps in. She's getting her steps she's in. She's getting her steps in. Okay, Katie, um, just to remind you, be quiet in the background. We'll let Steve answer, and then we'll give you a chance to help him out at the end. Got it? Yep. Okay, the timer will start after I ask the first question. Are you ready, Steve? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. He starred in both Third Rock from the Sun and Inception. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Question two. What was Joey's last name on Friends? Tribbiani. Question three. Jack Webb played this detective on Dragnet. Oh, man. On Dragnet? Jeez Louise. What are we going back to the talkies? You had to watch that in a Nickelodeon. I don't know. What that the category show is Average Joes, actors or characters named Joe. He played Detective. He played Detective Joe. Okay. All right. We'll ask Donna to come. Actually, we're oh. not going to do that yet. Nope. We're going to ask Katie. Katie, I need help on that Dragnet one. I got you. Sergeant Joe Friday. Yes. Lock that in. Final answer. Okay. That's my girl, Katie. Nice. You're my best All friend. Right. All right. Now. Okay. Hey, what kind of cheese do you like in your grilled cheese? Do you do American or do you do different things? Oh, double American. Double American. Have you ever tried? You can try like pepper jack on there, Colby. Mm -hmm. It's great. Oh, yeah. Mix it up. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Maybe hey, a little this is like when the... on the outside of the of the bread, too. Oh, sure, kind of yeah. That oh. on there. This is like when the jury gets back mm-hmm. too soon. Yep. Okay, all right, Donna. Once again, the category is average Joe's actors or characters named Joe, Joey, Joseph in pop culture. Hmm. Okay, <laughs> this is the actors or characters, so it's kind of... You got to get your mind in both places. Okay. Okay. Now the timer will start after I ask the first question. Are you ready? Oh, no. Okay. I don't know. All right. Well, we're going to have to start here. Okay. Question number one. He starred in both Third Rock from the Sun and Inception. Pass. What was Joey's last name on Friends? Oh, crap. Uh... I have no idea. La blue blue. Okay, question three. Jack Webb played this detective on Dragnet. Joey Bishop. Um, the first one is David. Got it. Who's the Joe Dirt guy? <laughs> <laughs> David Spade. Yes. 
Who's the Joe Dirt guy? Oh, no. Okay. okay, well, let's see how it all shakes yeah, out. Yeah, let's see what happens here. Okay, so the first question, he starred in both Third Rock from the Sun and Inception. Maybe I need to remind you, the category is actors or characters named Joe, Joey, or Joseph in pop culture. Third Rock from the Sun and Inception. Yep. Steve said Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yep, that's it. Donna said David Spade. And then who's that guy from Joe Dirt? <laughs> okay, I see where you're going with Joe Dirt. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, that's close. I never the saw answer Inception. is Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Shame on you. It's a great movie. It's great. Yeah. He's a great actor. I love okay. him. Whatever. Question two. What was Joey's last name on Friends? Steve quickly answered Tribbiani. Donna Shoot. said, oh, crap. And Le Blue Blue. In the, uh. <laughs> the answer is... Trebbiani. Okay. Oh, Question I thought three. Donna might have got a half point there. <laughs> Jack Webb played this detective on Dragnet. Steve did not know the answer, um, but then Katie came in with the win. Sergeant Joe Friday. Yes. I'm sorry, Joey Bishop is not right. That was mm. Donna's answer. So Katie wins today. Katie. Oh, Katie. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, Katie. Uh, let me put you on hold, and uh, we can talk about grilled cheese, and I'll get your uh, information here in a second, okay? Perfect. Thank you. Hold on. Bye, Katie. Bye, Katie. Oh, crap, and le blue blue? Final answers. Surveys. I mean, I don't know things. Hey, you're doing great. <laughs> you're doing great. I that Joe Dirt guy. Uh, that Joe Dirt guy. <laughs> le blue blue. And Joey Bishop were her answers. Well, I thought the question was going to be if it had to do with Friends, who is the actor who played mm. Joey on Friends? Mm. Mm-hmm. So and it wasn't. It definitely was not. Did you that. watch Friends? A little. Let's see this. Can we say who whose last names can we say from the show Friends? Joey Tribbiani, Phoebe. Chan- Chandler Bing. Let's Waller get him out of the way. Oh, no. Phoebe, no, she has a funny Bouvet. name. Bouvet. Bouvet, yes. Phoebe Bouvet. Monica and Ross. Geller. Geller. Is that right? Yes. And then it's Rachel. Hang on. Rachel, you're screaming at your car Green. stereo. Rachel Green. I, I would have never known any of that except the Phoebe one. Nice. Trebiani, I should have known. But I didn't, I wasn't a regular watcher of How do you show. do with Seinfeld? Elaine? I don't, uh, Bouvier? No. So they didn't say, hey, you know what? We liked Elaine Bouvier so much that we'll now name Phoebe Buffet. <laughs> You're really stuck on this boo thing. Okay. Um, Elaine B. Bennett. Bennis. Bennis. George. Costanza. Cosmo. Um... Oh, gosh. This is fun. Uh, Cosmo Kramer. Kramer and Jerry. Seinfeld. Okay, and now we move to Full House. Nope. Never watched it. Danny. Danny. Tenet. Tanner. (laughs) Tanner, you got it. This is hard. I don't want to play anymore. Well, too bad. We have a few more minutes. Okay. Jesse from Full House. Uncle Jesse. He had two last names in the show. They changed it, I believe, after the first season when they decided to take him from rocker and wanted to lean a little bit more into his Greek heritage. Jesse Black. He went from Jesse Cochran to Jesse Cud. 
I'll never get it. Sopolis. Oh, and the only reason I said black was because he played Blackie on General Hospital. <sighs> God, this is hard. Hey, here's a random throwback. You like to yell meatloaf every now and again, right? Yeah, ma! The meatloaf! meatloaf! So that was made famous by Will Ferrell's portrayal of Chaz. It was a one-scene character mm-hmm. from 2005's Wedding Crashers, which starred Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn. Well, get this. The director of that movie, David Dobkin, said that they they had some real scheduling issues trying to get Will Ferrell in just to come in and do that one day, one scene, let's do the shoot. They could hardly get him confirmed by the time that the shoot was very fast approaching. The actor that they had on standby was going to be... Could you recast it, Donna? Um, Don't look. Who, who else? A bit of an oddball choice, but may have worked well considering... That Chaz, if you remember this character from Wedding Crashers, he used to crash weddings with them. Now he was crashing funerals and trying to find girls that way and also still lived with his mother. David Spade. Okay, so we're just staying in a tight little yep. window with your brain today. It's getting, getting a little claustrophobic inside of Donna's brain today. I don't want to think. Nick Cage. Oh, oh, I could almost see you him could being almost a weirdo. Yeah. 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 I like it. That would have been fun. And I would have played the clip for you, but um, there's immediately uh, an F-bomb after he yells, Mom, the meatloaf. And then he drops an F-bomb right there. That's good. I know. It's fun. People have fun. Okay. I'm I'm very upset about my loss. Is it the loss? Is it that you got waxed? Do you really perform poorly? Yes. This would be like under... (laughs) This would go on YouTube. If this was a televised game, it would go on Game Show Fails, and it would be, listen, she's going to say, oh, crap, and then, la blue blue. (laughs) 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 I mean, I don't know. I am way worse than you are with this game. Anytime I've filled in, it's a nightmare. I start screaming just random stuff. It's really bad, isn't it, It's the timing. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) The timing is just... Such a mm. it's like that, psychs you out. It so totally bad. does. It's yeah. just the we worst. like to prepare things in advance. Yes. We're preparers. We are long form mm-hmm. is what we are. <laughs> <laughs> We're long form. Mm. We're long form. We gotta go. Uh when we come back, uh Donna, Steve, I have a suggestion for you. I am really excited about this. You're welcome. I'll link it up for everybody, too, on our website. Link it up, yeah. And I'm going to tell you once and for all why you should stop rinsing your dishes before putting them in the dishwasher. Well, that's an uphill battle for a lot of people. I know. Me, too. Mm -hmm. Myself, as well. All right, we'll get to that when we get tipsy up next on My Talk. Don't forget about confessions coming up today at 1130 on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We want to know, do you hide snacks? from your family if so what are they and why what has led you down that path oh boy what is it therapy well i'm just i'm i like to know what's behind that oh and you can't be a this is you're not a snack there's there's some judgment here you bet your bottom dollar yeah because she does not feel um compelled by food she doesn't dream about food like the rest of us do i do and so this is she doesn't hide anything i I can hear you oh my hello donna (laughs) and it's a pleasure to be on your show that is coming up at 11 30 time for a tip (laughs) 
Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show Have you heard of meatchurch.com? Oh, no. I can't believe you're, I see, I you're bringing this to you. me. I know. Meatchurch.com. You got it. You know, here's the only reason I've heard about it. I've never been there. When you watch some tutorial videos about how to smoke something, I don't know if you guys heard, I got a smoker. Oh, I'm man. smoke all sorts of meats. Is that right? I got a smoker. And... There, there's this guy for this one line of smokers, these pellet grill smokers, who is always like, hey, what's up, guys? I'm Brandon from Meat Church. I don't know if he's Brandon, but whoever, <laughs> from Meat Church. And then he will walk you through the recipe and say, we like to use this rub. And so he shows off some of their rubs that are called, like, the Holy Gospel. And, oh, look at this. You, it's oh, a great website. It really a, is. Wow. I mean, you, they have so many recipes and... I don't, do they sell? I don't know that they sell, yeah, they sell rubs, right? Yeah, oh yeah, they sell all sorts of rubs. Oh my gosh, cowboy candy jalapenos, um, grilled sausage balls, uh, pig shots, which look really good. I want to make these pig shots. Honey bacon barbecue rub, holy cow barbecue rub, honey hog barbecue rub, holy voodoo seasoning. Eh, my God. My God. Armadillo eggs. It's like really cute and really country. Mm-hmm. Um, this is cool, Donna. Smoked onion. You could get the Ocho. That's eight of their rubs for the low price of $65 compared to seventy nine sixty if you bought them all independently. That's what a great gift. <laughs> you sound like you're already doing an infomercial for a <laughs> I, I would love to very... do an infomercial. Oh, my yeah. gosh. What a dream. Oh, my gosh. Then they have like, I'm going to try their fresh pico de gallo. I bet you won't. I think I'm I will. I do wow. like to make pico de gallo, but I want to try this guy's. Oh, and Smoked then they tell queso. you. so They got a recipe for that. Gourmet oh. seasoned salt. Okay. It looks really good and healthy. Delish. Jeez, You're please. welcome. Now, update, Donna. Okay. Um, the gift that I bought you is currently, it's the shipment process has begun. <gasps> Ooh. It has begun. I got a gift in the mail yesterday. What? I, yeah, my brother's wife's sister sent, really? sent me a package, and it was from Rudolph and Santa. And it was in Rudolph and Santa wrapping, and it was just like these cute little loungy socks. Wow. That have coffee themes on them. And uh, I don't know why I got this, but. That's interesting. Uh, people like me. Real boy. <laughs> Here we go. Remember that story? People had been getting seeds in the mail. Don't plant the seeds, don't open the package. No, tell me about this. I just saw it in passing. People were getting these mysterious seeds sent to them in the mail. And then yeah. I was like, wait, what's going on? With, what is this, like friendship bread? Is what this is my it? yeast? Is this my starter? Oh, mm-hmm. I do like the friendship bread. That's I like delicious. friendship bread. It's fun to make. No, you're you're not supposed to do it. They don't know. They were investigating what these mis- mystery seeds were that were arriving to people in the mail. But whatever you do, you're not supposed to open it. You're not supposed to plant them. There's They're no useless. Labels? What it is, is that companies like the one, for instance, that uh, MC bought his bogus grill from, mm-hmm. they have to establish reviews. And in order to put up a fake review, they have to have a certain, they have to have a bunch of orders that they've shipped. So they'll just ship useless things like seeds, a ball of yarn, whatever. Really? To 
foreign country so that they have basically almost a resume of shipping and then they will go on and create fake profiles to say i absolutely loved this grill it was so great at this price because it's associated with wow that sounds like a lot of work it is but that's how they're scamming people so they're just shipping useless stuff all over the world it's a big problem right now that's interesting okay good to know that's a good tip in and of itself huh don't rinse your dishes guys that's what it says. What are you I saying? I want here? to, though. I do, too. I can't put like a yeah. filthy, chunky dish in the dishwasher. Do they just mean if there's a little bit of sauce on it or something, you should leave that yes, on? Yes. They say that. So, this is coming from a cleaning expert in Australia. And this is really a win win if you want to be lazy. You can do a better job washing the dishes by being lazier. So, this cleaning expert says. Um, you could end up making your dishes less clean by rinsing them. Most Mm. dishwashers these days have sensors that figure out just how dirty the dishes are and then adjust things like water temperature and jet pressure to match that level of dirtiness. So when you rinse the dishes, even though they're still dirty to you, the dishwasher senses that they're clean and only puts them through a light wash. You, could, you should scrape off solid food before you load them, but that's it. Right, because there is no garbage disposal in your dishwasher. Correct. We've that's had true. some guys call in the morning and say, hey, I'm a dishwasher repairman. And people think that means to just put in like a whole bunch of mashed potatoes on. You know oh, what I mean? yes. And they're like, we, we fix this all the time. By that is so cleaning weird. out the thing. So it gets all chunked up. Oh, stinky. Ugh. So gross. Wow. That is, uh, we were just talking about seasonings. We were in such a flavorful spot. Now oh, we're talking about flavor. chunked up food clogging a dishwasher. I know. You know, and what is the point of a garbage disposal these days? I feel like you can't put anything down there. There we go. What's the list? <laughs> I don't no, have a I list. I put all kinds of stuff You do? Oh, well, Dawn, let's... Egg, I mean, eggs. Eggshells for sure. I used to do that. That's a bad idea. Really? Yep. Uh-oh. Hmm. Uh, what is it? Uh, potato peels? Can't do that. That'll clog it up. I've had to unclog up. All right, here it comes, three guys. Times. Here we go. 15 things you should never put down a garbage disposal. I'll just run through them real fast. Hopes and okay. dreams. <laughs> Coffee grounds. Okay. Yeah, never. I wouldn't. Pasta. I, I'll, I'll let a noodle or two go down. <laughs> I mean, oh boy. bones. Of course. Yeah. Oatmeal. Well, yeah. Oatmeal? Because that can act as like paste, right? Oh, no. Dawn. Oh, boy, Dawn. Don't do it. Uh, don't put nuts. Don't put onion skins. Oh, what can you put in there? Don't put eggshells is definitely on the list. It is? Mm-hmm. Oh, brother. Hmm. You don't want to put trash. You don't want to put pumpkin and fibrous vegetables. Who knew? Potato peels, pits, of course, Um, cleaning chemicals. I think, um, uh, did you say lettuce yet? Paint. Lettuce did not make the list yet. Paint, of course not. Yeah, you dummies. Corn husks and shells. Any kind of shell. Uh Uh-oh. Like from seafood, that type of thing. All right, what can you put down a garbage disposal? Husky. What? (laughs) Steve. Corn huskers. You're scaring me. Why? I don't know. (laughs) 
<laughs> I do. <laughs> Whispering corn outskirts. Oh, I guess everybody's sensitive today. <laughs> that sounds oh like goodness. a be- beginning of a bit, though, for you, Donna. Here are the foods what that are safe. What can you put down there? Safe. Most soft or liquid foods are safe. Liquid? If you can feed it to <laughs> your drain. baby, you can put it down the garbage disposal. <laughs> All, right. All right. Everybody remove your garbage disposals pronto. Yeah. And vegetables and fruits can also go into your garbage disposal. That's what they're saying here. Okay. Hey, you guys, get ready for the first quarantine movie that has been made. It looks really cool. I will tell you about it. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.